welcome to the Nova Church Podcast. Thanks for taking the time to get into God's Word with us today. To find out more, you can head to novachurch.com. So good to have you here at Nova Now tonight. It's so good to see so many people on here. I can see Ben commenting. Good to see you, Ben. Good to see you, Riley, JP, bunch of people watching online right now. It's so good to have you with us. I wonder what you're watching in tonight. That's my question. We had a little thing up in our story today, tagged the person most likely to be in their undies. I bet you're wearing something you wouldn't normally wear to church right now. That's my bet, okay? You are a little more comfortable than normal. Maybe you're even sitting in a position you wouldn't normally sit in, in a place you wouldn't sit in, wearing things you wouldn't sit in. I'll tell you why, right? There's two reasons. You're either watching by yourself, right? And all the introverts said there ain't no party like a one-man party, you know? <laughs> or you're, you're with your family right now and those are the two safest places you can be. Because if you're by yourself or with your family, you're bound to be wearing and doing things that you wouldn't do with anybody else. Am I right? Come on, why don't you give me a comment? Let me know where you're watching from tonight. Good to see you, Caitlin. Good to see you, Rebecca. Good to see you, Sonia. Good to see you, Sharon. I can see a bunch of people coming. Oh, it's so good to have you with us. Well, I'm going to get into the Word of God tonight, and I want to see you commenting and engaging. This is how we connect. This is how we stay connected in this season together. My my message tonight is called this, Family is Never cancelled. Family is never cancelled. If you're taking notes, I want you to write that down tonight. Family is never cancelled. And you know what they say, if you take notes, you're more likely to get into heaven quicker. So make sure you do that. Make sure you get those notes down, right? Uh, We're in a time right now it's really consumed with two things, isolation, I'm alone, and cancellation, there's nothing to do. But you know, in the family of God, none of those things are true. We are never alone because we're always a part of family. Come on, who knows that feels like family isn't just a slogan of our church, it's in our DNA. This is the family of God. And just because there's no one with us physically, it doesn't mean there isn't anyone with us in heart and soul, which I know so many of you are. And the second thing that can never happen in the family of God is that we get cancelled. Can I tell you, the church has been exploding onto the scenes for thousands of years and it's not about to stop now. Come on, the family of God is never cancelled. And I I believe that there's actually never been a more important time in history than for us to realise the power of being a part of the family of God. You need to be around good people. You need to have good people in your world. It's the family of God. Come on, that's going to bear the burden and walk us through this together. I just want you to know that whoever you are and wherever you're watching from tonight, you are not alone. You are a part of our family. And I hope that tonight feels like family for you. Well, the first point I want to say tonight in my message is this. If you're taking notes, the first point is this. Family is what the enemy fears. Family is what the enemy fears. I don't know if you've ever watched like wildlife documentaries before. Uh, I think they're pretty much the most boring things you could ever watch unless there is an animal being killed by another animal. Come on, who agrees with me? Let me know on the chat. Like, I don't want to see a frog sitting on a branch. I don't want to see a worm like poking its head, you know, out of the soil. Who watches that stuff? No, I'm happy to see an animal tear apart another animal. That's the exciting stuff. David Attenborough, come on, make more of that. In Jesus' name, we love that, right? And, and here's what happens in every single time a kind of a cheater or a lion or something like that comes, right? Is they will find for themselves a pack of helpless animals, okay? So maybe 
maybe maybe it's like a pack of antelope or gazelle or something. I've got a picture of it here. You can have a look at it. This is what it normally looks like. It's like a pack of, you know, gazelles. They're just having a beautiful little stroll, munching on some, you know, some weeds there in the savannah. And then they hear the sound of a cheetah, right, coming in the grass. And then what happens is they poke their little heads up, right? And they're looking at, they're looking out. And when you see that happen, you know it's about to go down, right? Something is about to get eaten and killed. <laughs> so their little heads go up and then the next thing happens. The cheetah singles out one of the little sick ones, right? Or one of the little baby ones, whatever the cutest one he can find is. And he lures it away and he is chasing that thing. He wants to get it away from the pack, get that paw out and get ready to give that thing a nice little bite on the behind. You know, we might be in a season of isolation right now, physical isolation, but here's what I know. We don't have to be in relational isolation. You see, physical isolation is only dangerous if we choose to become relationally isolated. See, if we choose in this season, right, and hear me now, to, to stop talking to people, to, to stop reaching out, to stop having fun, to stop enjoying community, even if it's online. Can I tell you, we are just like that little antelope that got separated from the pack. Here is a picture of what you are in this season to the enemy. If you allow yourself, come on, to get separated and isolated relationally, your butt is about to get bit, somebody. That is you, you poor little gazelle. <laughs> Here's the thing. Physical isolation isn't a decision, but relational isolation is. Being in isolation doesn't mean we have to be isolated. You see, Paul was a mighty man of God in the Scripture, in the book of Acts, and we see him constantly being locked up, constantly being isolated, constantly being separated from the people that he loved. But although he was isolated physically, he refused to be isolated emotionally and relationally. He said, no, 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 wherever I am, this is what I know. I'm a part of the family of God. And even if I feel separated by distance, I'm never gonna be separated in heart. Come on, somebody give me an amen if you're watching right now. I can see you there, Holly, and that's a good amen. I can see you there, Josh, as well. Here we go. Paul says this in Philippians chapter 1, verses 12 to 14. He says, I want you to know, brothers, that what has happened to me has really served to advance the gospel. Now he's speaking here about being locked up in prison. What a perspective. So that it has become known throughout the whole imperial guard and to all the rest that my imprisonment is for Christ. And most of the brothers, having become confident in the Lord by my imprisonment, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. I just think it's so amazing that in the midst of Paul being locked up and isolated, he's saying, in the midst of me being isolated physically, I'm still writing letters to the church. The church is still getting stronger. People are still getting more confident. People are still getting bold. Why? Because Paul took it as an opportunity to say, you know what? No matter what happens, I'm going to be a part of the family of God. I'm going to reach out. I'm going to love. I mean, Paul was running his church on live stream too. I mean, you think church at home on live stream is bad. Try getting a live stream via letter that comes two months later than it was written. You are blessed, somebody. Someone someone type that right now. I am hashtag blessed, right? You are blessed even though you are where you are. You see, the enemy actually fears the power of the family of God. And so he wants to keep us separate from each other because he knows that we are more powerful together. 
Hebrews 10.25 actually says, we shouldn't neglect meeting together as is the habit of some, but we ought to encourage one another all the more as the day draws near. You know what this season needs to be in our church and for whoever you are watching online right now, it needs to be a season, come on, where the family of God begins to encourage one another. Where we're calling each other up and saying, hey man, I just want you to know I care. Where we're zooming someone and saying, hey man, I just want you to know I'm with you. Calling up and being like, you know what, we're going to stay connected even though the enemy would want us to get disconnected. You know, I had a crazy thing happen to me this week. You ready for it? I mean, you probably already heard about it, but I got hacked. My Instagram and Facebook account got hacked. It was crazy, right? I'm not even going to go into the whole story because I'm a little bit cut up about it. It's a little bit raw and a little bit real right now, right? And so I lost connection with literally thousands of people that I've, I've managed to chat with and have meaningful moments with over the last few years. And I really saw it in that moment as just the enemy trying to separate me from the pack, trying to create distance between me and other believers because he's so afraid of what's happening right now. Here's the thing. He can cut me off from social media, but I'm going to tell you right now, he's not going to cut me off from being social. Every single person, no matter what we're facing, can build someone up, can encourage someone in God can say, this is the season. Come on, someone, where the family of God needs to encourage each other all the more, needs to be there with each other all the more. Come on, in Jesus' name. Thank you for that amen there, Luke Parter and Renee Rod, and I can see you there too. How good. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is what I want you to know tonight. Distance could not destroy the early church's DNA. The enemy thought if he could create distance between Paul and the family of believers that he could destroy the church. But can I tell you, distance cannot destroy our DNA. What is our DNA as a church? Our DNA, come on, is that we love people. We care about each other. We're committed to each other. We're full of faith. Come on, we're people of prayer. We're people who believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. And no matter what distance may be between us, I want to tell you tonight, there is no distance that can separate the DNA of God in each and every one of us. Come on, our family is unbreakable. Whoever you are and wherever you are, you ought to know tonight you're in the family of God. Make a decision that even though you're physically isolated, you're not going to be relationally isolated. Come on, because this is the family of God. Number two, family is filter free. Family is filter free. You know, Hannah and I have this um, this little saying, I guess over the last few years of our marriage, we've kind of developed little sayings that have kind of marked different things in our marriage. And one of the things that we coined really early on when we were talking about how we were feeling is we made a decision that we were going to be honest about our feelings, right? That we were going to be honest people and talking to each other in a way that was real. Even though sometimes it hurts to hear what you need to hear, you need to hear it, right? And sometimes it doesn't just hurt to hear what you need to hear. Other times it actually hurts to say what you really are feeling and what you're really going through. I think it's so interesting because Hannah and I figured out a while ago that a lot of what we're feeling isn't necessarily the right thing to feel. Like I'm feeling this way and I know it's not right, but it's how I feel. And one of the things that we say to each other all the time is like, hey, I know it's not right to feel this way, but this is how I feel. What is that? It's, it's family without filter. It's making a decision to be honest about who we really are and about what we're really feeling. So for some of you right now, you're, you might be a believer and you might be saying, you know, I know I shouldn't feel afraid, but I do. I, I know I, shouldn't, I should feel full of faith right now, but I don't. 
I know I shouldn't feel worried about money, but to be honest, that's how I feel right now. Can I tell you, it's not family if it's filtered. See, filtered family is like filtered coffee. It's terrible. (laughs) I just offended a whole bunch of people out there. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I hate filtered coffee. But family was never meant to be filtered. The family of God was meant to be a place, come on, where we could be honest with each other about how we're really feeling and about what we're really going through. Can I tell you something that the church doesn't need right now? The church doesn't need cliches right now. The church doesn't need bumper stickers, right? The church doesn't need inspirational posters of people holding hands and walking on a beach to get through this season. That's not what we need. Can I tell you, cliches can't get you through a crisis, Platitudes can't get you through a pandemic. What the church needs right now is a bunch of people who say, hey, I have faith, but I'm feeling it. It's a bit rough right now. Can I tell you, this is the kind of church and we are the kind of family who don't put a filter on how we're feeling. Come on, we are trustworthy people here for each other, walking through. Feeling some way doesn't mean I don't have faith. It just means that's how I feel. Come on, and the family of God is where we've got to process it. You know, I don't want anyone in our family in this season feeling like you can't talk about how you're feeling because you feel like it's a lack of faith. Can I tell you something? Faith isn't how you feel. Faith is what you do. Some of you, you're not feeling it right now. Some of you watching this online, I'm very aware you may have lost your job this week. Some of you watching online right now, you might be having an uncertain moment with your degree in university and a whole bunch of things that are going on right there. Can I tell you something right now? You are walking in faith and I'll tell you why. Because faith isn't how you feel, it's what you do. Did you rock up to church online tonight, even though you didn't feel like it? Guess what? That's faith. Did you go to a Nova family online this week, even though you didn't feel like it? Can I tell you what? That's faith. In this season, our faith is going to be focused, come on, on doing things despite how we may be feeling, come on, but being honest while we do them about how we do it and how we're feeling on the inside. Come on, can we just agree together, Nova Church, that come on, we are are going to be a filter-free family in this time. I, I, I have great faith that God's going to do amazing things in this season. But I know that every single one of us, come on, needs to have people around us. Come on, the family of God believing together that we're going to make it through this, but also being honest, right, about how, come on, we're feeling in the process. Number three, and this is so important tonight. How you going, Rodrigo? I see you there. I see you there, Borum. See you there, Billy. So good to have you guys online. Number three, this is so, so important tonight, is that family is where you find perspective. Family is where you find perspective. You know, uh, at home we have two cars and um, Hannah's car is like a Mazda 3. It's a little bit older and uh, it doesn't have a reversing camera. I'm driving a bit of a newer car and it's got a reversing camera. And uh, we've had what I would call, how would you describe it? A number of incidents involving Hannah's car uh, in regards to parking and the car being destroyed on the corners, scratched and various things like that. And I'm, I'm sorry to admit that it's actually me who is the bad parker in the relationship. <laughs> like you're meant to be like, it's the woman's fault. I'll tell you what, it's the man's fault, right? Because I got used to driving with like cameras and now I can't even park a car in a garage properly. Like literally, Hannah's car has got massacred this year because I have scraped it on the side of our garage so many times. It is ridiculous, right? And And so much of it is because it doesn't have cameras. In other words, it doesn't actually have 
another perspective. The only perspective it has is the one that you can see. See, what, what my car does is it allows me to see another perspective so that I don't crash when I don't want to. And you know, that's exactly what the family of God is designed to do. The family of God is designed to give you another perspective on what you're going through so that you don't crash. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 14 actually says, where there is no guidance, a people falls. But in an abundance of counsellors, there is safety. Can I tell you, it's in the abundance of counsellors, the family of God, different perspective, come on, but you're gonna find safety and won't actually crash out in this season. Do you know what you need? When you're going through it, you need someone else to say, you know what, I know you feel like you're not gonna make it, but you need someone from the family of God to say, you know what, I believe you can. When you're feeling like you've got a perspective that says, man, I, I don't know if I can even face tomorrow. You need the family of God to say, hey, you know what? I've got another perspective. You know what? I believe you can. You might have a perspective that says, I don't know how we're gonna get by. You might need, come on, someone in the family of God to, to get on the line and say, I wanna give you another perspective. Don't you crash out. Don't you give up. Come on, there's another perspective around you. The family of God, come on. We are called to carry each other together through this season. You know, when you only have your own perspective, so often I find that things just get bigger than they really are. So often when you've only got your own perspective and you're not processing it with the family of God, things just seem bigger than they really are. I don't know if you ever woke it up in the middle of the night and like you think about something and then, and then it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and, and you're panicking about it. It's happened to me so many times. And then I wake up the next morning and I'm like, Hold on a minute, as if I was even worried about that. Why? Because, because I was alone with my own perspective and it wasn't the right one. I needed other people to correct it, come on, and to make it bigger. So you always need another perspective on your future. Come on, the Word of God is your perspective. The family of God can give you a perspective. You always need another, come on, perspective on your situation. Come on, let the family of God give you another perspective on your fear, on your doubt, on everything that you're going through right now. See, some of you feel like you're crashing because you need to get in contact with people, surround yourself with people. And if you're one of those people watching tonight who doesn't feel like you have that, I wanna tell you we're a church family who cares about you so much. We might not have met yet physically, but even right now, did I want you to know that you have family who cares about you. Come on, who is going to walk with you? Who isn't going to slap a bumper sticker on you and say, good on you, mate, keep going. But come on, a filter-free family who's going to surround you and give you the perspective you need. Come on, to make it through the season that we're going through. This is the family of God. And we need to stick together and believe for more in Jesus' Name. Can I tell you, don't make any decision, any choice, any commitment, any, any even resolve in your heart without getting another perspective, come on, on the family of God. I can see Jeremy on there, Borum, it's so good to have you there. I see a bunch of people commenting there. It's so good to have you with us. Number four is this, family is never cancelled. Family is never cancelled. 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 22 to 23 says this, so express this sincere love toward one another passionately and with a pure heart. You know, as believers, we ought to be the most loving people in the whole world. For through the eternal and living Word of God, you have been born again. Born again, what does that mean? I've been born into a new family. 
and this seed that's planted within you can never be destroyed, but will live and grow inside of you forever. Can I tell you, when you were born again or when you become a Christian, a believer, you are born into the family of God and that birth, that new life can never be destroyed. I wanna tell you something tonight, church, and just speak life and faith into your heart. The world around you might be coming to a cancel, it might be coming to a close, it might be coming to a halt right now in your mind. But can I tell you, there's a seed of God inside of you that can never be cancelled, that can never be destroyed. Come on, we are the family of God and we're in this together. Events might be cancelled, but family is never cancelled. Come on, school might get cancelled. Come on, but family is never cancelled. University might get cancelled, but family is never cancelled. Through hell or high water, come on, we are the family of God. We're going to carry each other's burdens and we're going to walk through this season together stronger than ever. And I'm just believing that whoever you are today, as you hear the sound of this message, that you would know that you are not alone, that Nova Church doesn't just feel like family, but it is family. And that you can be born again. You can know a Lord and a Saviour who will surround you with a family of faith, the family you need to walk this season through wherever you are. In Jesus' Name. Thanks for joining us on the Nova Church Podcast. We hope this message impacted you in a powerful way. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe or you can head to novachurch.com for more.